0: Strap on those seatbelts, landlubbers, and get ready for your weekly dose of movies, mayhem, and the mundane. It's the Shufflebox Podcast. You're about to get your funny bone tickled, and you might even shed a tear or two. Here's your host, the Dune himself, Alex Big Dog Vallejos. Hey there folks, welcome back to the Shufflebox Podcast. I'm your host, Alex the Big Dog Vallejos, and we are finishing up June Belushi month this week. So um, we are looking at Season 1, Episode 3 of According to Jim, and um, it has been a very fun month. It's been a a different month, but we appreciate you sticking around and uh, joining us um, for all the fun that we've had. Um, I'll start off first by saying that uh, our uh, the principal episode last week, I actually got recognized by the big man himself, uh, Mister Jim Belushi, on his uh, Instagram. Uh, he put he put uh, my personal Instagram um, response on his story, and I thought that was super exciting. So I say for the first year, you know we hit we hit the goal. That was that was what we wanted. So hopefully, as things go on in the future, we can actually you know, talk with him or have him, you know, join us for an episode or something like that. It'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. Um, but that was, that was really exciting time we had, uh, this week, um, or the past couple the past week. So, uh, it was fun. Kudos. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, folks, um, you know, we're going into the 4th of July coming up. So if all y'all are coming out, and doing some fun things, you know, please stay safe out there. I think it's one of the best holidays out there. Um, it's my favorite one, as a matter of fact. And it's it's a lot of the food, you know, maybe some of the booze, who knows, but um, it's always been a family holiday too, so it's always been a great time. Um, so yeah, man, uh, this 4th of July, I don't know what we're doing yet. Probably going to be family stuff, to be honest, but um, going into it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a real good time. I just I have a really good sense of that. It's been great. Work's been work's been really decent. Um, got a bonus, so that was kind of cool. Um, and everything else has been fantastic. Um, but yeah, going forward, I think um, discuss some stuff off the show with some folks. Everybody, everyone, is kind of to give me some positive feedback on the show. Um. So I love it. I love I love to hear that stuff. Um, once again, I've heard I've had some movie requests um, that it will, I'll be looking into and maybe having a guest on or two to review the movie um, or getting some quick takes as well. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We're not really I'm not quite dialed in on if we're doing a movie next next week or if we're doing a um, just a talking episode, um, but we'll see. We'll see, but like I said, I hope uh, you and your families uh, stay safe and have a really fun, happy Fourth of July. If you're listening to out of the, out of the United States, I hope your July Fourth uh, is safe as well. I know it's a Tuesday to most folks out there, but uh, here in the good old USA, uh, you know what it is. So, um, and regardless of you know your you know people's beliefs or whatever, I still think it's a great time to come together and reflect on a really, really you know. We're lucky to live in a place we live. I know there is political strife and stuff going on, and I don't like to get in, into that stuff here on the on the show. Not that I'm opposed to talking about it, but I think it's a time to come together and we can all just kind of stare at the sky and watch fireworks. Or most of us can. Um, it's always it's always fun. Don't go losing any fingers or anything uh, like that. Um, but speaking of which, I remember back in the, when I was a kid, I don't know if it was high school or middle school, so this will be anywhere from like 15 to, shit, how old am I? 30, so yeah, 15 to like, yeah, 15, 18 years ago. I don't remember exactly. But our neighbors across the street, like, I think they still, they might still light out fireworks. I just haven't paid attention. I'm across the street from my parents' place. Um, but, um... I got injured with fireworks once and it was, it was wild. And, uh, it's not what you think folks. So they invite us over. We sit in their yard and whatever. Like, I think we'd like share barbecue days or something. Like we'd have a barbecue and then like go to their place. Like just walk across the street and watch fireworks. And we just set them off in the street and stuff. So it was a real good time for kids. Like me being a kid and my little brother, And you know, you guys know Adam. It was fun. Um, but one of the kids, I don't remember which one it was. But um, they dropped a box of fireworks on my hand, like, uh, just walking down their, like, front stoop or whatever. And I was sitting in the grass, and they were trying to walk over to their dad. So these are unlit fireworks. They're, like, in saran-wrapped, like, plastic seal type of Not saran wrap, but, you know, the, the seal, the plastic seal type of stuff. And, uh, yeah, he dropped the box of fireworks on my hand, and it fucking munched my hand. Like, my, my fingers turned purple. I was like, dude, the fuck? And I think the kid at the time was, like, eight I don't know, I don't remember, I don't, he was a younger kid, like, maybe late elementary school, or early, very early middle school, if I was in high school, but, I don't think it was high school, I think it may have been middle school, so he had to be, like, early elementary school, he dropped a whole fucking box of fireworks on my hands, and it, fuck, it hurt like a son of a bitch, so, uh, I mean, that's the only time I've really been hurt with fireworks, um, during uh, the 4th of July, uh, it's been, uh, I've been lucky, to say the least, um, and uh, like I said, it's just always been fun. I always dress up. I don't know if you guys know, uh, you probably do, but I mean, if you, you y'all seen Creed, the movie Creed, you know, with the the shorts with the, you know, the American flag shorts, and then uh, if you've seen the older Rocky movies too, Apollo, Apollo Creed has like a, a fancy dandy like Uncle Uncle Sam jacket. I don't have one of those. I should look into that. Um, but I do have like a, a t- an American top hat. I used to do a um like a Star Spangled Banner and a Bandana. And I just used to look like I was just, I'm walking, walking, uh, just not Patriot, what's the word? Just a walking, uh, like Walmart section. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, (laughs) I have a cheap, I have a cheap, uh, red, white, and blue, like it's like, it's not like a, it's like a silk, silk screen pressed shirt with like a big old bald eagle on it. I, I love going all out. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. And, um, I like to turn heads to like, wow, this kid, this guy's like, crazy um, not that i am but uh i think it's i think it's just a fun time i mean i've gone out to clubs in denver with in bars in denver with that, that stuff on always getting fist bumps or people offering to buy drinks i'm like ah, i'm cool dude i'm just here to just look like a like a goof um it's always a fun time in uh in the summer and then after this you know we get ready for uh, as we all know it's time for christmas right after the fourth of july so we'll probably be doing some christmas who knows we might, we might be doing a Scrooge or something next week. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Or the Santa Claus three could be fun. Um, so folks, um, yeah, I mean, once again, I'm, I'm more than willing to have you guests come on the show. We have a new uh, setup here. Um, not in the studio right now, unfortunately. So, We do have a place to set up, and I do have all of the gear to get going and get the podcast off and running. So if you want to be on the show, please hit me up. Most of you know where I'm at. You can follow me on Instagram at alexvallejos92. You can follow the podcast at Shufflebox Podcast on Instagram as well. Um, Yeah, I've seen a couple movies recently. I was thinking about doing a couple of those. I recently saw... um, In theaters, I saw The New Boogeyman. Uh, If you guys like horror movies, you know, it's okay. Um, In my opinion, that's just a brief overview. I'm not letting it deter you from anything. If you like Stephen King's short story, you could tell me how it was. Because I never read it. I just wanted to go see it. Um, It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was was right in the middle, right where I thought it was going to be. So once again, I don't want that to deter anyone, but... If you haven't seen it, I say go check it out. If you like that, and I also saw another horror comedy a couple days ago. I went and saw the uh, the Blackening. It was a uh, it was good. I really really enjoyed that one. It was really different from what I thought it was going to be. I the horror the horror and the comedy part was like okay, it was it was really good. The comedy is really funny. Um, touched on tropes that did and didn't happen um and it was exactly the kind of movie that i wanted to watch when it going in i it was not uh, displeased at all i know some people have their like oh it's this and that's all right which they, they obviously haven't watched the movies um it's not the perfect movie but it's a i think it's a really good uh, horror comedy movie um so if you guys have not seen that and are looking for something to watch maybe over the next week or so i say go check it out before it leaves theaters it's always better than theater anyhow and then coming up the week of 4th of July, the one I'm, I i do not know if I'm doing all the show, but uh, once again, you, you can see me, you know, rank all these movies on my letterbox. I'm at Alex V1021 there, but I want to see the new, the Oppenheimer movie. Um, so the Christopher Nolan uh, movie. So I don't know what the runtime is supposed to be on that one. I heard it's supposed to be like three and a half to four hours. So we'll see. Um, it could be a lot of fun um, to do that and see that. But, um, I'm a history nerd. That's why. And you know, the way they're going to portray it is going to be, I I hope it's really good. It looks, it looks phenomenal and they're putting, they're promoting it like hell. So it's been great. It's been great. Okay. Now there is one thing I did want to bring up. Um, I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a big baseball fan. Like, it's kind of, you know, here and there. I do like the Rockies, Colorado, woohoo, but like because I was in high school and I wanted to be different, I was tired of the Rockies losing, and you can see it like happening year after year. And even though I was in high school when the Rockies went to the World Series and lost, and maybe had like a wild card berth after that, I started looking at different teams and players that I liked because I did play baseball a little, a little bit up until high school, but I started looking at the Baltimore Orioles, and uh, so I kind of like the Rockies and Orioles. But there's this new kid in Cincinnati, his name is Ellie De La Cruz, and as of time of this recording, he's played in the majors for two and a half weeks, and he is like the youngest player, or the third youngest player to like hit a cycle, which is, you know, getting a, a single, a double, a triple, and a home run all in one game, um, and he hit the Cincinnati Reds first home, or first, uh, not home run, he hit the Cincinnati Reds first cycle since, uh, 1989 or something like that. It was, it's, it's insane. This guy hit a, a, ground ball to first, a first baseman and still beat the first baseman out or beat the first baseman, um, to the bag to, to have a hit, to be safe. And I'm like, man, if I'm a bet man, and I, I was when I, when I started, started reading on him, um, on this kid, i like, I put money down on this kid to win, um, uh, rookie of the year for the, the national league so i kind of hope he does um but uh I, and then there's that we i mean me and my brother and then uh, marcello we went and saw at separate times me and my brother and my mom on mother's day to see a rockies game me and marcello went to see a rockies game and they were playing pretty good and now they're in a stretch where it's like oh there's hope we could maybe break 500 but now it's like they dropped 10 games in a row nine games in a row and now they're looking to have a 100-loss season. So I was like, oh, great. Back to the Rockies. I know. Always a fun time, though. Tickets will be cheap, so catch me at a couple of games this year because I'll, I'll probably be there enjoying the stadium. It's always fun. It's always a good time. Um, but with that being said, um, if, you're, if you're an animal lover, if you're a pet lover, um... And uh, you have you have pets of your own. This week's According to Gym episode is gonna. It's kind of sad. Kind of brings things a little bit home. Um, I know we had the quirky, um, like no nookie episode in. Uh, or, yeah, for the season one episode two, um, but now we get a little bit serious. Unfortunately, for the next According to Jim episode, and um, we're gonna get into that in uh, in just a little bit here. And uh, just thanks so much for sticking around. Um, give me just a moment. And uh, we'll be right back after this short break. All right, folks, we are back. And I am not kidding you when it comes to this week's episode of According to Jim. But uh, here we go with Season 1, Episode 3. I'm sorry for the awful pun. Um, But we start off the episode um, with Cheryl, um, you know, and the kids searching for Mr. Feeney, who is uh, the family cat. And uh, Jim is... You know at the kitchen table and uh, he's just he's just saying uh-huh 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 to his wife um he does have a game um a football game he's going to be going to with uh Andy and Dana they're going to go watch the Chicago, pa- Chicago Bears play the Detroit Lions so he's kind of just like uh-huh 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 to the wife and um um, he does the honeydew, do, kind of does the honeydew do list. Um, one of his daughters knocks off a bunch of like, you know, uh, b- brand named or whatever Cheerios off the counter and he puts his son, who's in the kitchen, um, in one of the, like a little a little playpen, pulls him out and he's like, a, he's like an infant. He's like between like what, four months and like maybe four to ten months. He's like a little boy. I don't know when you can start eating food as a baby, so don't quote me on this. I don't know when you can start feeding a child, like a baby baby. Um, actual food, but, uh, he puts the baby next to the Cheerios and is like, all right, you got 20 minutes clean this up. And then the baby picks up my handful of Cheerios and starts eating them. Now I know I laugh and it's, once again, I know it's, it's a sitcom comedy, but you know, it's just the way it's delivered. It's, it is actually really, really funny. And looking back on it, uh, it's one of the parts of the episode where it's like, okay, good. There are some funny parts in here. I thought it was going to be all sad and it's not. Um, but, um, he, then we cut back after the, the intro, And, um, they're all eating, uh, once again, they're, they're, they're getting ready at the kitchen table. Um, and Jim's looking for his, um, his lucky shirt and then Cheryl happened to wash it. And you know what that means? You can't wash the lucky shirt. You need to have some dirt or smudge or food on it. And and that's the charm that'll help the bears win the the game. So uh, he wipes the, he wipes his shirt on the uh, baby's mouth. Maybe this is the intro, but he wipes his shirt on the baby's mouth and, um, Oh, yeah, and then that's when it all happens. Well, regardless, I thought it was a funny part, too. Well, uh, Andy comes over in the kitchen, and he has his face painted. Uh, Dane is just wearing, um, like, a, an orange, like, Chicago Bears shirt. And they're like, are you ready for some football? And they're, like, doing chest bumps. And Jim's a big guy, and Dane is, like, a, a really uh, slender slender woman. He, like, knocks her into the fridge, kind of knocks her back into the counter. It was pretty funny. Um, and then they, um, they like, you know, Cheryl wishes them a good time at the game. Um, and it shows them driving on the highway and Andy has to go to the bathroom and the old, Hey, don't think of waterfalls. Don't think of lakes. Don't think of babbling brooks. And he's like, Oh man. Um, but then Jim gets a phone call uh, from Cheryl saying that they found uh, Mr. Feeney and the cat and Mr. Feeney had uh, passed away. So Jim's trying to be funny about it. He's like, Oh, I'll be there after the game. I mean at halftime. All right, we're turning around now. So they turn around and um cheryl and the kids are in the living room with a pink box on the table um cheryl and An- uh dana and andy are also there you know still in their gear um and uh, they say so they say uh, jim has um, a few words to say for about the cat and um you know he's trying to like be light of it he said some nice things uh, first and then um, he let his daughter talk, and his daughter talked about, like, a bunch of, like, kindergarten stuff. And, like, it, it was it started off with cat stuff, then cute stuff, and then it went off in the, then out in left field, and it cuts to, like, later on. And then he's like, okay, oh, hey, cool. And then he went to his other daughter. He's like, what do you have to say? And she said, I loved him. I will miss him. And then Jim's like, see, short, sweet, to the point. We got to go. And then Cheryl just asked him, hey, can you please bury my cat? It would mean a lot to me. So he goes, um, he's like, all right, guys, well, I'll be right, you know, he's like, I'll be right there unless you want to help me with this. And they're like, we'll be with you in spirit. So Dana and Andy leave back to the game. So Jim's left in the backyard to bury the cat by himself. And, uh, this is where things get, you like, "Uh uh-oh, Jim, you're like, don't do it, Jim, don't. Um... So he takes the box out. He starts trying to dig in the backyard. And it seems like the ground is really hard. Like for, I was thinking because it's wintertime, they were all kind of bundled up in their like football gear and stuff. And so I was like, okay, maybe it's winter in Chicago and the ground's frozen. Because Jim, once again, being a big, strong dude, he couldn't dig a hole. So he also had the game on the radio. So he already missed the first quarter. And they scored a t- the Bears scored a touchdown. So he was like, I got to get this done in a hurry. The ground's frozen. I can't do this. So he takes the cat out of the box. He throws the box behind a tree. He then proceeds to walk into the garage with his cat, or the, the yeah with the cat. And uh, he puts it. They have a, a storage freezer in the garage. He puts it in the storage freezer. And then he he, he looks before he goes out of the out of the um, garage. And for just a second, for just a moment, you think, all right his face says i can't do this and i'm thinking okay please don't put it in the trash like don't put a pet in the trash now i know some people have to some people have done it like like they do it when a cat pet or a fish or whatever a pet passes away and once again people do things differently i'm not here to judge anyone i'm just like i don't feel like that should be done um that's not what we did with uh my pets you know um, when they passed away um, but he didn't he didn't take it out and throw it in the trash he actually went back to get an orange popsicle and then went on the road which is even worse than putting the cat in the trash I think um, so he left it in the freezer grabbed a popsicle that the cat was laying on I think it was supposed to be funny I wasn't laughing at that part I was like "Ooh, dude um, but he made it to the game and um, that was that was that um, Cheryl and the girls come back from like getting ice cream or going to the park or something to get their mind off of jim burying the cat and um um she's like oh let's go get some ice cream sandwiches i think it was the same like a popsicle same thing so i think they did go to the park or something and what does she see what does cheryl see she sees mr feeney and she is pissed so he gets home from the game and like oh yeah we won by two touchdowns and this and that and yeah yep 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 and talking talking he's like we should have and then uh cheryl's like oh we should have steaks for dinner i'll go get some out of the freezer uh. and then jim's like oh fuck uh no, no no i'll do it and then he gets caught in his lie. <laughs> he's like oh i had steaks at the game he's like they serve steaks at a football game He's like, guess yeah, it's, it's called steak on a stick he's like it didn't do well but we're a test city <laughs> and once it's like it's like oh dude this lie is so i laugh because the lie was so bad um but it was if it's like okay um but he knows he got caught and then uh Cheryl's just super super mad and disappointed and uh I'm trying to think if Andy and Dana are there I don't think they're there after the football game um but he Jim is in the doghouse no pun intended but he is she does not want to talk to Jim um so he ends up going to the uh, his he ends up going to the garage and his blues band buddies are there so he tells them that oh they put the cat in the freezer and this and that and they end up playing their their blues music and stuff but i think the scene was like oh you know women and this and that they grieve differently um but i think cheryl ends up uh, oh yeah cheryl reads a bedtime story to the girls and dana is there um tugging the girls in the bed kind of being there for cheryl um and they explain um that Uh, mr feeney is a cat that she's had for 15 years since before she knew jim and and it was the first cat she's had him since uh, she had him since he was a kitten and then um mr feeney and she's like oh well i was she's like yeah me and my boyfriend is like "Ooh, you had a boyfriend and daddy he's like oh this boyfriend was before daddy and his name was like jake feeney or something so you're like oh shit they named the cat after the and then the girl's like, oh, that's funny. Uh, your boyfriend and uh, Mr. Feeney had the same name. <laughs> and then Dana leaves the room, kind of like, well, I'm out of here. Um, so you find out it was it was that. And you're like, uh-oh, what's going to happen? They're having a little strife. But then Jim has an idea that he can actually um, go out and kind of make things a little bit better. Um, he's going to... Um, go out and you know make Cheryl feel a little bit better after losing her cat. He knows he did wrong. Um, he he basically Jim just needs everything spelled out for him, like every guy kind of does. Like, oh, please explain to me as a as a, you would a kindergartner what I did wrong. Um, but he ended up bringing home a dog, and it's implied the whole episode that dogs are better pet. Like Jim's trying to portray that dogs are bigger pet or better pets than cats. And what's the big deal? And it's like ah, I couldn't, not that I couldn't get into this episode, but I'm like, Jim, I'm on your side. Most episodes, I am not on your side for this one, dude. Like you really, really messed up. Um, but he brings the dog home and, uh, he wakes the girls up. Um, the girls love it. Cheryl's like a dog is just a quick fix. Like it's not about the cat. It's not about an animal. It's not about replacing a pet or a loved one. It's about the fact that when I needed you the most in a time of need, you weren't there for me. You cared more about yourself than you cared about my feelings for a lost, you know, something that was important to me. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm really fucked up. Um, and then, um, it, you know, it was just saying, like, um, she also said she was also coming to terms with an end of uh, a past era she had. Um, and the way things kind of turn around is Jim well, and sorry, I'm skipping ahead just a little bit. Uh, Cheryl goes out, and he's like, "See, I couldn't even break the ground." And then Cheryl goes out there and starts digging a hole herself, and it's like, "Okay, Jim was just in a hurry to get to the game. The ground wasn't frozen because Cheryl, being mad, also like, you know, whatever. I don't. It's it's just like Jim was being lazy because Cheryl was doing it, and uh, yeah, it was crazy. So she ended up digging the hole and burying her own cat, and that's when she explains, "I needed you the most." right you know, right now, and you couldn't do that, you cared more about yourself than you cared about me, no matter how meaningless it is to you, I needed you here, and I needed you in this moment, you could have gone to your game after, like, I wasn't, you know, preventing you from doing that, you rushed the job, because that was more important than helping me in my time of need, and he felt really, really bad, so, um, after a little while... Oh, and okay, this is why the blues band was there. Okay, Jim plays the harmonica. Keep that in mind. Okay, so after this, this talk, um, Cheryl goes to bed. The girls are sleeping. Um, and she, Cheryl's like reading a book in bed. And then you hear Amazing Grace being played outside on the harmonica. That's why the blues band was there. Now I'm putting it together, folks. Nothing like Nothing like... <laughs> live on the spot realizations right so okay so he's playing the harmonica he's playing amazing grace uh, andy and dana are there you know they start singing the girls come out and cheryl comes out and they sing amazing grace over the little uh, over the little kitty grave um and then um, everything is kind of right jim and cheryl make up at that point and um it's and, and 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 it ends really really nicely. It's like okay, and then the uh, the cold closing of the show is there in bed. Where Jim comes out of the bathroom and he left a stinky mess in there, right, folks? Because we got to bring the show back up after such a serious episode. And it's just I'm just like, oh my god, they really they really had to get some laughs in this episode because it was really kind of there were there were forced laughs, but there were there were some genuine ones too. But it was mostly a serious episode. Um. Um, but it ends when they're in bed, and they're like, "All right, the dog's on the bed." And I forget they name him after like one of Jim's favorite actors. Let me see if I can look it up real quick for you. Um, they don't say, and I'm not gonna look up too much um, right now. But whatever, it's named after famous actor, and like, yeah, he's my favorite actor. That's why I named him that. He's like, why'd you name him Mister Feeney? And as we all know. It's like, oops. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to bed. Like, it It's in the past, Jim. Let it die. <laughs> okay, but good night. And then the show closes out. And we're left on kind of a high note for such a serious episode. And that was season one, episode three of According to Jim. Let me see if I got a title for you. Oh, the cat came back. Yep. So, um, not as lengthy uh, as uh, the principal. And... um But once again this show was phenomenal and we'll i I'll touch base on it next June. Unless I decide that on a random week I need something quick to watch. We'll do season one, episode four of According to Jim. But until then, we're gonna do next June. We'll get back to According to Jim and we'll continue going forward. But folks, if you haven't already seen it, it's on Amazon if you're an Amazon Prime member and you have Amazon video, it's free. You don't need to buy the seasons. It's included with Prime. I might just watch all the episodes in my free time, to be honest, because they're like 20 minutes, and they're so, so, I don't know. There's there's something about the, the sitcom era, like, 90s and, like, 2000s, even, like, late 2000s. Like, I like the rules of engagement, like, with the original cast. That's, I know people think it's shitty. Like, I actually like that. Like, I know some people fucking love, what's it, Big Bang Theory, like, I, know, I don't know where you people come from, but like I, I know some people you like it. No judgments here, but you're wrong. Same with you, friends, folks. Ooh, shots, shots fired. Oh, who am I to fire shots? But um, you know, there's just something about it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe because I was a kid, and there was always like the ABC, not ABC Family, but like the was it TGIF? Like according to Jim, was definitely not on with like Boy Meets World or the other shows. The only the only one I can remember. Maybe I don't think Full House was. I don't know, but you know, like, those kind of shows where it's like, all right, now you watch them, like, on the daytime when you're sick at home, and you don't have any streaming services, and you can only watch local. Uh, but yes, you know, what, you know what I'm talking about. the Same folks that watch The Office over and over and over again, it's like, there's something about it, but there's something about, like, sitcoms in that era that, like, even the bad ones, you're like, okay, there's something about, like, just watching it and, like, getting a brief 20 minutes away with, like, cheesy jokes and, like, you know, just not dummy characters, but, like, characters that are definitely, like, like two-dimensional, you know, there are some three-dimensional characters, I can't wait as, according to Jim goes on, because it'll, be like, oh, it'll probably, it might get more in-depth, but who knows, um, but it has been such a fun month, it's been such a fun, I mean, I mean, the feedback I've heard from the Jim Belushi stuff is, like, at first it was, like, alright, we need to knock this off, but then it turned around, and then most of you folks that listen now, um, I, I, I let you know personally that, you know, Jim Belushi himself did, you know, re- at least give us a repost and a quick little like fun comment um, for the principal, which is still a great movie. Please go check it out. It's a great, it's a great movie. Um, but yeah, like I said, we have some movies coming up. Maybe I'll do Christmas movies in July. I don't know. I'm not going to be ABC Family or whatever they are now and do that. But wh- whatever. Uh, we I am talking to people off the... Um, not off the books, uh, I'm talking to people uh, off air, um, and they are interested in joining for an episode or two, or a movie episode or two, which would be fucking awesome, um, to get someone back uh, on the show, um, but I'm going to discuss movies with them, uh, but until then folks, I want you all to have a very, very safe, and happy 4th of July, celebrated, happy June Belushi month, thank you so much for all of the support, um, once again you can follow us on uh Instagram at Shufflebox Podcast. You can follow me personally at AlexVallejos92 on Instagram. And then once again I have that letterboxed um profile which not only does the movies we do for the show, but the movies that I do personally too. If you want to see what I'm ranking the, the new hottest films and stuff. I usually go once a week, twice a week to see the newly debuting movies and you can find me on that on letterboxed at Alex V1021. But until next week folks um, stay safe out there have a good happy fourth of july have fun and we will catch you next week so long and good night folks that's what's happening with the big dog and shufflebox. box and as the rogue man says now here's what's happening in your neck of the woods